Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello Swath Nation and a hello to you Oliver Davis as we go into this new, new world of working from home. This is the last time you and I are actually going to be recording something together in the same room for a while. Yeah, it's a weird time. I'm sure everyone else is feeling this weirdness. That's one of the great comforts I think that everyone's in this boat. Oh yeah, we're all in this together, yeah. like High School Musical. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit more in the show, but and we'll talk about it in the outro as well, like what, kind of what we've got planned coming up. Um, but for now, we have got a stacked old episode of AEW to talk about because they didn't, they didn't look like they had no fans there. They just put on a regular ass AEW and it was awesome. Here is the show. So the last week of wrestling programming, imagine, like, just try and put alongside each other in, in your head. Last Wednesday's Dynamite compared to this Wednesday's Dynamite. Last Wednesday, the world was still rolling on pretty much as usual mm-hmm. with a pretty big news story going on. But it was really during Dynamite, as it was being broadcast, that all these sports organizations suddenly started to say, nope, 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 we're going to stop everything for a while. And by, you know, AEW ended and Tony Khan apparently told the locker room, look, if you don't want to come in, we totally understand and you w- it won't affect your push. Yeah, and in fact, actually, during last week's live stream that we were doing for AEW, we were getting updates from people. They're saying, hey, next week's show's already cancelled. Like, they were getting messages from Ticketmaster saying, the show's off. Yeah, so in the space of a week, it's quite stunning to see what's happened. We're fully preparing for our government in the UK to completely lock us down in our houses for two to four weeks. Yes. So that this will be our last podcast episode from this set. We're going to do it remotely from now on because we won't be legally allowed to leave the house. It's a little bit terrifying, <laughs> which is why it is so important to keep the entertainment and the escapes there. And that's what this episode of AEW Dynamite was all about. Because they didn't phone it in. They could have ran video packages. They could have done a few short matches. They could have relied on backstage interviews. Archive. But they didn't do any of that. They, Cody quite clearly said on Twitter and at the start of this episode, People need entertainment and escapism now more than ever. Yeah, I was going to say, what I loved about that promo was there was, hey, you know, the world is in trouble here, you know, but we do need to have this entertainment. 
but they actually use that as the catalyst to do this sort of show long storyline and the, you know continue the storyline of the elite's war with the inner circle yeah they they wove that real scenario of what's going on with the world and that there's no fans in attendance here and he invited matt jackson and kenny omega out and he said look we're just three friends here at the moment and you really bought into it because they are mm -hmm. it felt so real and genuine and then they used that reality and that authenticity and they put it right into a storyline seamlessly <laughs> because matt jackson was like yeah we are all really good and we need to be elite again. Yeah. Which is why Hangman Page, I need to know if you're on our side for blood and guts against the inner circle. He came out, just tipped his glass to them, and off he went. Beautiful storytelling to set up the main event, which was um, Santana, Ortiz, and Jake Hager representing the inner circle versus uh, Matt Jackson, Cody, and Hangman Page. Blah, 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 blah. So now we're in the main event. Mm -hmm. <coughs> we'll go into the whole setup of not having any fans there shortly because yeah. we want to get into the final angle to close the show because you might think oh they'll hold off on their big angles and their storylines and their debuts nope nope we did they two of them pushed ahead with it which is kind of i can totally see the strategic argument in that you might have two three months of nothing so you could come back with double or nothing yeah. Like, your, your first show back could be double or nothing. Let's not hang about. Let's debut everyone now, because we've also got Luke Harper now called Brody Lee on this show. And, of course, Broken Matt Hardy. So let's do all that now, and with one eye on double or nothing. Which is why I, I mean, I don't think we've had any reports from this, but we were talking about on the Raw episode of, if you've got everyone in the building, tape a load of stuff now. Because just, just you don't know what's going to happen in seven days' time. Seven days ago, we had an audience there. Like, so let's just do as much as we can now. And I don't know if they did that. I don't know if they're still planning on just recording stuff next week. But I think if I, if I had an option, if I had a stake in the sort of like creative process on this, I would have said, let's take loads of stuff now and we can just fill up the weeks of TV. I believe they didn't. I, apparently they shot stuff for dark next week, but they didn't shoot anything else. Mm. Uh, but they did keep on saying this will happen on the next episode of Dynamite. Yeah. They never said next week because unlike WWE, who are just behaving like WrestleMania is still going to happen. <laughs> it's 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 now in the performance center. Now it's over two days. It now was... it's in loads of locations. The Gronks here. You know, <laughs> they, they don't know what's happening. The situation's changing way too fast to keep track of. But really good main event. Um, I, I feel like they did enough to get around the no fans mm -hmm. sort of hindrance, and they lent into that. They had yep. the roster members at ringside split into heels and faces. I got shades of backstage APA shenanigans. Yeah, well, with um, Spears and MJF, and like actually, I, I love the fact they were separated into heels and faces on, on either side. Um, and I actually thought as well they felt they were louder in the main events than they were for the rest mm. of the show. Like This was like the boys were all really invested in this story. Well, there were six people in the ring, and you had Sammy Guevara at ringside. I think a few more people came out because Dustin was there. Billy Gunn was there. Uh, Billy Gunn was there, yeah, yeah. with Austin. Ooh. Not Austin Theory's in NXT. It was his boy. His boy. Austin Gunn, it might be okay. But um, yeah, QT Marshall and Dustin were there. You had Jericho on commentary. So the, the show just sort of like, it just felt a bit louder. Yeah, uh, Jericho, had, who's fantastic on commentary, He's brilliant at everything. The man's insane. He called. He said at one point uh, that the the rogues gallery are cheering them on. Yeah. And I thought, what a beautiful way to illustrate what what we've got here. It is like looking at a rogues gallery. Mm. That all the characters and over the top personalities at ringside. I loved it. Um, but in the end, uh, it was Hager, I believe, who. Who got, got the, the pin? Win? Santana got the pin. Santana because, got the pin. So the hit, this was the key to the match that I absolutely loved. It was all playing around that net, that Matt Jackson Hangman Page stuff. And they'd already like you know explained throughout the show. Nick Jackson's out of blood and guts, so the elite are already at a one man disadvantage. It's a five on four match, so they're already at a disadvantage. What they don't want to do is lose this match and be at an even further disadvantage. So uh, Matt and Nick are kind of like not squabbling throughout the match, but there was a point when. 
Cody tagged Matt in, so Matt gets in, wrestles, and he tags Cody again. And Hangman's standing there going like, what about me? And then there's a point where Hangman gets in and does a, a triple team move with them, but doesn't celebrate with them. He just walks out, you know, walks back, grabs the tag, rope waits for a tag again. He finally gets that big hot tag and he runs wild. And it's all built up to this moment when uh, Matt Jackson's doing his Northern Lights locomotion and then he can't do it on his own. So Hangman gets in and helps him do it. And the two of them just lock eyes, just look at each other. And then they set up to do the Indie Taker. They set up to do the Young Bucks move, but with Hangman Page in the Nick Jackson role. But Hager tripped uh, Adam as he, and he sort of cracks the mat. Santana rolled up Matt Jackson and got the pin. So they were on so close to being on the, like, they were on the same page. But the inner circle got the win. Yeah. Crushing for them. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a really, really good inner story. Um, apologies to everyone for the, uh, the static. We don't know what's going on. Um, but all our equipment seems to break because when, you know, as if everything else isn't enough at the moment. So just, yeah. you're just going to have to deal with it. If it's too much now, please go away. Yeah. Uh, the, but what happened after the match was the, the, the inner circle just started being really good heels. Oh, they were so good. Jericho was talking over the top of the, like, the replays and stuff. And then the enemy was like, stop playing music. There's no one here, you idiots. Yeah. And he, he'd like, uh, Jake Hager just suddenly starts to do press-ups. Everyone is just having fun at this point. Jericho says to Sammy, get on his back, Sammy. <laughs> and so Jake Hager does this. And, and the start off the match, Sammy Guevara and MJF are singing Fozzie's Judas theme. Yeah, it just, was... He didn't know all the words. <laughs> but that's the point where Jericho started laughing. Like, the consummate professional Chris Jericho just finally corpsed in that moment. Yeah. So good. And then they start, Sammy starts to sort of let John Brandy, you know, like, your guy's a loser. Come with a sexy Spanish god. Yeah. And Jericho's saying how they've got the man advantage. Not only have they got the man advantage, they've got a literal man advantage because Nick Jackson's out. They're only going to be facing four people next time on Dynamite. I particularly enjoyed Jericho's reasoning for that as well. They were like, how can you explain what you did to Nick Jackson? Like, we didn't do anything. We just walked backstage and found him that way. Yeah, yeah. That's why we called the elite for help. And then this noise started happening. It was like a buzzing. And initially I thought... The audio in this room. Yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, is he here? <laughs> I thought, oh, weird. Like, is that like a fireflies thing they're doing? And then you see this thing flying into shot. I was like, oh my God, it's Vanguard 1. <laughs> and, and from that point, I, d I thought they were going to cut there. But they didn't. They kept going because Nick, uh, Matt Jackson sorry, gets the mic and says, we, I've called in a favor, someone who owed me one. And the camera pans as this creepy solo piano music's playing, likely from Rebby Hardy, pans over to the opposite side of the stage. And there is broken, full on broken Matt full Hardy. Full on broken. Doing the delete with the wisp of white in his hair. He's red now. Is it red? Sorry, I missed that. And the, the sort of red cloak jacket yeah. thingy. Yeah. And it was just, yeah. It was, it was awesome. And then I heard the director going, off in four. <laughs> but you know, we cannot complain about audio problems right now. Absolutely not. But it was just, yeah, broken Matt Hardy. That we all thought he was going to be the exalted one. They did reveal who the exalted one is on this episode. And that was a beautiful sleight of hand. Mm. And especially the way they built this, I was, I was thinking, well, Mox is going to be the fifth man. I thought the same thing, because they had that Moxie promo earlier in the night. It almost felt like those two things had been done on purpose to make you think it's not Matt. Because you had, yeah, Mox said, uh, he's got his problems with the inner circle. And he was just like, oh, I'm not allowed in the building. Well, I'll, I'll still be there. And then you had the Brody Lee thing. Brody Lee was in almost a Matt Hardy style outfit. Yeah, yeah for the reveal. And so it's like, it, it really was a clever sort of play on, uh, yeah, on, on, you know, on your expectations and stuff. So the reveal of Matt at the end. Also, I'm a bit thick, because I didn't realize it was Vanguard 1 either. I was just like, a drone has landed. That's <laughs> Why is there a drone there? And then it was Matt, I was like, oh, right, yeah, Vanguard 1. OK, I'm with you now. Do you want Senor Benjamin to come out with a wheelbarrow? <laughs> A dilapidated boat exactly. lowered into the ring. Yeah, uh, but even more signs for me. I was like, a, now there's a boat in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it, it was 
a fun debut, it would have been so much better with fans. Yeah. And like everyone shouting delete. It would have been amazing. But they still went ahead and they still put on the best show they possibly could have. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I love those little moments where I'm not thinking about the wider world. Yeah. And this was one of those moments. So thank you ever so much, AEW, for doing that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, let's give a shout-out to our $25 and above Patreon pledge hammers. Don't worry, folks. We're going into self-isolation. This is the last show we're doing in this studio for the foreseeable future. We don't actually know how long it'll be, but we will still be doing our episode of Wrestle Talk Extra, which will be on WrestleMania 26. Oh yeah, gotta watch that. We, I know, I might have watched it tomorrow, in fact, with that legendary match. I'm doing bunny ears with podcast listeners. Whatever it was between Brett and Vince, this, it's one of the saddest things I've ever seen, and it lasts for about four hours. But <sighs> we're going to go into that in full and in depth. And if you want to buy our $25 and above pledge hammers, you get a shout out on this show. Like, ice to meet you, Kim Chill. Whoa! Angry Arbel Zaffrey. So yeah. angry. Yeah. Shield Maiden, the Zornese. Oh, I like that one, Shield Maiden. Jonathan, the Headmaster Headman. Nice, lovely. One of my favorites, Badassosaurus, Rex Joseph Calmarin. Yeah, thank you. This is some kind of Patreon shout out. Nate Job Surname. Yes. Thank you, Nate. Speaking of favorites, Xandermania running wild. Yes, he is. He uh, messaged me yesterday saying, because WrestleMania's going to be over two days, should he have two t shirts? One that says Xander for one day, and the other one that says Mania for the second day. Yes, he should. <laughs> Jordan, don't you dare call me Mountain, do you? Don't, well, I'm not, I won't then. Blompier's number one fan, Tom Dells. Someone's got to do it. Yep. Probably better than Kyle Philip O'Reilly. Yeah, it was. Mm. Big claim, big claim. And shout outs to Hawkeye Jeremy Runner up on the Soup Soup Super Chats and up in the general chat, the best Dowd and Ducky Marcus. <laughs> Thank you very much. You probably had a lot of, hey, the yeah. audio's broken. <laughs> hey, guys, I don't know if you know, but the audio's broken. what you guys thought in the Sit Sit Super Chats. 
degenerate that we've got everyone's super chats from the failed stream that we yeah. abandoned. Crikey, there's a lot of super chats today. There are, yeah. yeah. Thank you, everyone, all so much. It's amazing. Degenerate Forever 84, unless it was a one time thing, <coughs> Brody's finisher should have him spin while the opponent spins. Otherwise, it looks a little lame, um, in my honest opinion. Uh, so, yeah, maybe. Oh, to be honest, in my <coughs> own opinion. Crikey, that's TBHIMO. Mm. What do you think? I don't really notice like it to be honest. I, I, I really like his discus clothesline, but yeah, it's totally, I, it, he looked great in the ring. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, oh, sure, Brody Lee's debut was amazing, but imagine how much better it would have been if it had a southern accent. That's how you get it right. Very good. But a great promo from Brody as well. We'll get to that very shortly. <laughs> Matthew Robinson, this is how you do a show with no fans. AEW show five star, and it even had great women's match with multiple stories. Mm. Yeah. Great to see Penelope Robinson there. Matthew Robinson, because I'm reading Robinson, Penelope Ford. I wrote Cruz in my notes. I love the heels betting on the match and all wrestlers at ringside. Ollie's dream is coming true. Bunker in a cage. Yeah, I really liked that. Having It was funny, actually, because it reminded me of when we did No Fans Monday on Monday. We kind of, like, there was a, during the production meeting, there was that chat about, like, should people be around the ringside? Should be everyone just be at the back? And Will Ospreay was saying, like, look, it, it can be a bit weird like if there's no one here which is why we ended up having the the young lions around ringside kind of like just sort of almost fill it out a little bit and i don't know if it was that they helped it or it was just the great in-ring action but after like it took me two matches and i stopped noticing that there was no crowds yeah, yeah. like halfway through that second match i was like i've completely forgotten there's no audience here because they approached it to not make a point of it it's weird like all of wwe stuff was look there's nobody here yeah. Whereas AEW just went in there and was like, okay, let's make a wrestling show without an audience. Yeah. As opposed to, the, the, the absence didn't become its defining feature. Yeah, completely. Um, William Willing, is it crazy how much this feels just like a TV show rather than your typical sports broadcast? This was fantastic television. It really was. I've, I've got to, I'm, I'm hopeful that our, when we're out the other side of all this, a lot of lessons will have been learned. Like, huh. Maybe not everything has to be done in front of the live crowd. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, Matthew Robinson again. Thank you so much. You've done loads. Love having Brandy as a ring announcer. Keep minimum personnel. Best friend's social elbow bump. Yeah, the social <coughs> elbow bump. Uh, I, yeah, I think it was um, Justin Roberts wasn't well. Mm. And so decided that the safe thing to do would be to self-isolate. Yeah, same, same with Marco's stunt. That's why he wasn't there. Mm. Josh De Dominics. This was the greatest episode of Dynamite ever. Wow. I mean, I... I wouldn't say that. I'd say it's one of the most unique, but then they did do a show on a boat <laughs> earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a testament to how many great episodes Dynamite's had in its already Indeed. short run. Indeed. Uh, just a few more. Glass Frame. Thanks for keeping things going means a lot. Sammy singing along to Judas was the first time I have properly laughed since Steve Carino has taken hold in the UK. Reminded me why I love wrestling. It was so funny. It really made me laugh. Matthew Robinson again. Great promo and video package oh. for Archer and Roberts. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about that promo. Let's get on to that now. We'll talk uh, about the whole show, shall we? Yes. So we'll come on to the Brody Lee stuff. Let's do Brody Lee first. So uh, the Dark Order came out. Evil Uno looks right down the camera and he promises the arrival of the Exalted One. Finally going to happen. Evil Uno does not lie. And SCU interrupts and Daniels is like, you keep promising us this and it's not happening. You're a liar, you're a fraud. There is no Exalted One. And then the Titan Tron plays. And it's this guy with a distorted voice and a hood over the face. And I'm like, okay, we're not going to find out. You'll find out the Exalted One means you'll see yeah. vacant. Well, I thought that when uh, <clears throat> Evil Uno first came his promo where he said the Exalted One is nearby, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, delaying this by another couple of weeks, I suppose. Then the video page was like, oh, okay, cool. Now we know there is an Exalted One, and it's a shadowy figure. But no, then he just took his head off, and it's Brody Lee. <laughs> well, the, the voice became less and less distorted. Yeah. And honest to God, there, is, there are three seconds of audio where it's Matt Hardy. <laughs> I, I don't know if that was 
if it was just Brody Lee sounding like that, maybe my own mind was spilling in the blanks. Or they even thought Red Herring it. Yeah, or like, or like Rise of Skywalker, where they yeah. get everyone to do like the, <laughs> uh, the voice dub at the end. Um, but then, yeah, it was Luke Harper. And he cut a really good promo. Great promo. Really, really good stuff. But he had the, the one killer line in this promo. That was absolutely brilliant, where he said, Daniel, you're not the, you're not the only old man to not believe will be the last. Oh, great line. Yeah. And then it comes back, my name is Brody Lee and I am the exalted one. And then like you think that it might just be it because you know Steve Carino can't actually fly Brody Lee in. No, Brody Lee was there. SU turned around, he's in the ring, lays them all out, and he stands tall. And he's, you know, celebrates the dark order, does the hand thing, and he walks away. It's really, really effective. And he's got some, like a black vest thing and, and long trousers, pants, but it's black and purple. And there was just something about the whole presentation of them where it just made me think, this was cool supervillain. Yeah. This was Rogue's Gallery. I felt like a kid watching a Saturday morning cartoon. It's what the Dark Order should feel yeah. like, I suppose, yeah. really. But I will say, and I said this in my <laughs> review, and we've actually you know, talked about this at length in previous episodes. I, um, I kind of wanted Brody Lee to have a singles run. Uh, you know, we've seen him in factions, we've seen him in tag teams, I wanted to see him in singles action. So, and you know, maybe we will still get that, but uh, yeah, I, so I'm not massively disappointed he's with the Dark Order. I just think I would have preferred a singles run, but I am really excited to see what they do with him, uh, with the Dark Order. I just want to give a shout out to Daniels, who said, like at one point, you've wasted everyone's time <laughs> l looking and then realising, and then goes, at home. <laughs> Uh, but yes, I, yeah, I don't know if I would have done it this way either, but mm -hmm. I'm in, I'm into it. Uh, the show opened with the Cody promo we've already spoken about. Um, we had Taz, JR and Excalibur on commentary. Tony Schiavone was there, but he was doing, he was sort of around the ring doing interviews. Mm -hmm. I love Taz and Excalibur. I, yeah. I know why JR's there, because he is the recognisable voice, but I think if there's... A, Time more than ever, keep them at home. Yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right on that one. I really, really like Taz and Scalibur together as well. I think they're a great duo. Really good video package for Death Triangle, just oh, to get them over. Yeah, and their, and their feud with their best friends as well. When they when they played that, I thought, oh, okay, it's going to be a very heavily video, video package-led mm -hmm. episode, but no, no. Um, then uh, they set up what's going on at, at ringside. MJF and Sean Spears are placing bets on the matches. Yeah, talking about the winner's purse and, and all this sort of stuff. But yeah, they, they, but like, I, I love that he said, because um, he talks about the winner's purse, and he was like, you know, it's a great amount of money, but I've already got loads of money. So I'm allowing other people to have TV time because I'm the salt of the earth. Mm. And there he is then betting with Sean Spears about, yeah. you know, people having their matches. Um, and we, yeah, we have Brandy doing the ring introductions. The others did a really good job on this one, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was Best Friends versus Lucha Bros uh, because I think Pac couldn't get into the country. Is that what it was? Well, I, I, I can't confirm that, but I think that's, that must have been what's happened. Okay. That's just me assuming. I actually made an error in yesterday's news because I thought last week it was advertised as Best Friends versus Death Triangle because mm. they had all six of them. I think you and I even said it was a six match. But then they advertised this week it was Best Friends versus the Lucha Bros. And I was like, ah, oh, they changed it because Pac probably can't get to the arena. So I, I mentioned that, and I was like, no, no, it was already, it was always oh. advertised as a tag match. Um, but the OC gets on commentary, OC being Orange Cassidy, and falls asleep. <laughs> uh, Lance, Lance Archer and Jake the Snake are out watching as well at the moment. Yeah, Cole really cool. was out there, Joey Janela, Sonny Kiss. Um, but this, this was just a really fun match. Uh, there was, it is a bit frustrating what the rules are. Mm -hmm. Like there was a lot of interference from Cassidy right in front of the referee. So I would like that to be sorted out. Yeah. But overall, a really fun time. And yeah, Penta hit a low blow behind the referee's back. An effective use of heat. Uh, and and one. They hit the, uh, the, yeah, the assisted package pile driver for the win. Um, and I really liked on commentary. They were putting over how this team has now, they, they've come together because of this new, like they now, now that since they formed this alliance with Pac, they've got this newfound sort of vigor and energy. And that's what's getting them these wins mm. together. So I thought that was a really nice touch. And then afterwards, Tony interviewed Best Friends and ch challenged them to a street fight in an actual street. They might not be able to go outside. 
Well, I thought, I just assumed when they said that, oh, that's smart. They're going to tape that right after this yeah. show. Yeah, you could do. But they, yeah, apparently they didn't. No, okay. But yeah, but they've made it very clear that it's not next week, it's on the next Dynamite. Uh, after that, we got a four-way between Penelope Ford, Chris Statlander, Rio, and Shida. Mm. Where has Ford been? <laughs> Don't tell me, Dark. Okay, Don't I'll, care. Okay, I won't then. But she's so good. And it just all this reminded me of she was one of the breakout stars of All In mm. when she was she did a few spots with Joey Janela in the Hangman Page match. Yeah, she was amazing. Um, but yeah, here she kind of stole the match in good ways and bad ways because she had a horrendous looking botch. Yeah, there was a couple of like so I said in my review. I thought she was the weak link in this match because she was the only one who was making the mistakes. But. She was also there to be the catalyst to start a new feud between Colt Cabana and, and Kip Sabian. But I thought charisma wise, she yeah, she yeah. was the the had the most presence. She felt like she had more presence as that Yeah, yeah. yeah. say that. But for me, like the standout in this match was Sheeta. I mm. think Sheeta's so so great, and I actually really liked how her and Statlander played off their previous um, tagging last week into their spots into, yeah. in this week's match, and they were talking about how. Uh, Penelope you know, like Ford and Riho have been feuding on dark. Mm. Sure. <laughs> uh, Kip keeps on getting involved, but Ford, there was a great reverse Frankensteiner from Ford, yeah, or reverse Hurricane Rana. Right? Poison Rana, yeah. Yeah, on, on Statlander. Um, but uh, yeah, it was Sheeta hit a driver sort of thing. Uh, then Ford kicked out to kind of protect her. And Sheeta hit the running knee for the win. Really, really like fun the match. Of and yeah. I thought this was a really, really fun match. And then afterwards, Tony's talking to Colt Cabana at ringside, one of the most immediately endearing people ever to appear on screen. Love Is it him. just immediately you're like, ah? Oh. Yeah, I love him so much. Studio apartment. <laughs> I just I feel so warm. He was the first wrestling voice in my ears. Yeah. You know? um, but Kip kind of had a. A well, back and forth. Yeah, it's because Colt Cabana was talking about how great that match was. And he was like, do you know what? I actually think that Penelope Ford would have done better had Kip Sabian not be, not getting involved. So Kip sort of pipes up. And you can just sort of see him in the background. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Sort of pipe up behind Tony to be like, what are you saying, mate? What are you saying? And then they had a bit of a, a shoving match. And then you know, sort of like, so I, I thought it was nice. They've used like the people around ringsides to almost start a story. Like, Giving them a reason for being out there and, and saying, like, oh man, they're out here. And that started this little feud. I thought it was a really smart move. Love it. Yeah, absolutely agree. Uh, Colt had a great line where he, he just pushed Kip away and just said, You know, I'm a wrestler too, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Moxley, earlier today, he wasn't allowed, he was on the do not enter list because he is injured still after that, what, well, kayfabe injured. And he. He, he gets in his sports car. The sports, the sports car. It's back. The car's returned. He's too tall for it. <laughs> he tried to get in. Uh, but then he just zoomed off. Yeah. It looked like he had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but yet he said, I'm not missing blood and guts, which was a really good red herring for making you think it was going to be him later on. Yeah. And then we got Butcher and the Blade versus Jurassic Express. Yeah, MJF was paying off Butcher and Blade to just hurt them a little bit more, just giving them some extra mm. money at ringside. Um, this was actually a really, really good match as well. I really enjoyed these two working together. I really like Butcher and Blade. Love Jurassic Express. Love Luchasaurus's hot tag. But again, this had some, some botches in there. Luchasaurus sort of missed time to dive. Then the end was madly weird because they did the slam onto Blade. And Jungle Boy then, like how uh, Lucha Brothers do like they do their move, and then the other one does the big dive to the outside. It's usually Phoenix. So Jungle Boy goes to do that, but Butcher hasn't stood up yet. Butcher's just staying down. But Jack's already running. So Jack just sort of stops, gets through the ropes, and sort of just jumps off the apron to yeah. give him a stomp. You've got a scout going commentary going, like, come on, you have to. That was a really, <laughs> a really smart move on, on Jack's part. But it's, it made me think that's twice he's done that now. Mm. Butcher's been out of position for a dive on the outside. He did it in this first match with Taylor. Well, I, I, it's hard to critique botches on this show because I imagine it's hugely disorientating being used to wrestling or wrestling in front of so many people and now it's this weird mm. uh, bunker vibe. Apparently in that spot though, you can see Jake the Snake Roberts in the crowd. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like he is not hiding anything. 
<laughs> I haven't seen it, but uh, a lot of people have brought it up. Can't believe it's that spot, man. <laughs> I thought Luchasaurus' uh, hot tag was awesome oh, was until so the cool. bad dive. Yeah, really, really good. And I love how he keeps on having these confrontations with the butcher as well. Yeah. Big hoss. Um, but it was, yeah, uh, Jungle Express one. Marco still wasn't Express. there. Then we got the Dark Order promo, and then we got the main event. No, you've missed a segment. We had Tony at ringside oh, sorry. talking to Jake the Snake Roberts and Lance Archer about you know Lance being here and saying that you know we gave Cody fair warning. Now it's time to get his attention, and they played this video package for Lance Archer where it's like in this sort of backwards Rob Zombie movie where you've got a, a, a little person doing the ring announcing, you've got this woman walking around doing the, you know, the, the, the ring curl thing, and it's surrounded by like extras from a Rob Zombie movie. Well, apparently it's from uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon, which was an indie movie from late last year with Shia the Beef. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, I think it's a kid with Down syndrome learns to become a wrestler. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was involved in the production. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and, and, and totally looked like this yes. like straight out of a Rob Zombie, like, you know, hillbilly movie. Mm -hmm. And Lance Archer and, and Jake the Snake sort of walk through, you know, talk through Woodfield's area. And it's just written on the mat, everybody dies. And it's Lance getting in the ring and just daring people to get in. And there's these people who are just like, they've been training to have a fight with Lance. So they come in and Lance just wipes them out, just takes out all of them, while Jake the Snake is on this little rocking chair, slightly up a hill, Watching back and forth, watching him, watching him wrestle, watching him kill these dudes. And it ended the shot with Lance Archer standing in the ring on his own with hundreds of bodies around him that he's just beaten up. There's even this one bit where a slightly bigger guy gets in and everyone goes, oh, the big one's got in now. Lance just wipes him out immediately. And then him and Jake go to leave. Some guy stands up, he's like, I didn't get my chance to fight. Lance just grabs him, chokeslams him onto the hood of a car. And they, then they leave. Mm. Oh, that was wicked. That was so cool. I thought it was excellent too. Just, just the way it was filmed, edited, put together, lots of slow-mo shots. Really, really artfully done. Uh, it, and it, it, it felt like the realism of MMA had seeped into a comic book. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was terrific. Um, if I was being hypercritical, I wouldn't have had that car shot at the end. I thought the strongest closing image is definitely that overhead one mm -hmm. of Lance Archer standing there and about 30 people yeah. at his feet. That's true, yeah, yeah. That's much better. Uh, but the trial die, everybody dies thing is, is a terrific central motif to keep coming back to. And Meltzer said something that I haven't been able to shake since, though. Jake's amazing, but it's Jake that I'm into. And, and, and when I think about it, it, it's like Lance is a proxy for Jake as opposed to me being into Lance. Now, it's still early days, yeah. but it's, it's something to watch and, and sort of be concerned about. I would have said the same. I would have agreed with you two weeks ago, like mm. a week ago. Like last week when it was just Jake and Lance at ringside, I'd still have been like, I'm into Jake. And the week previous because he had the big promo, I totally would have agreed with you. After this video package now, I was into Lance. I thought the video package was really, really effective on that. Mm. Well, it was, it was, it was awesome. Uh, so uh, overall, it's got, again, it's kind of hard to rate. Yeah, it really uh, but it's truly one one of the most special and unique episodes of wrestling TV I've ever seen. They 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 proved, like I would think we did on Monday, or more the, the wrestlers who wrestled at No Fans Monday, that you can do shows in front of no fans. But the wrestling has to be a really hard-hitting, certain style of wrestling. You cannot coast by on WWE style. You can't coast by on main roster. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Really, really good episode of Dynamite. Right, we do some super chats. I'll take over for this moment. Uh, Matthew McFadden uh, says, little things like MGF, MJF betting on heels, Orange Cassidy going to sleep, Sammy singing, Judas made the episode so fun when it was needed. 10 out of 10. Yeah, definitely agree. Uh, Matthew Robinson, 
No fan show, yes, let's do a parking lot fight. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Nate drops surname. Um, all the guys around ringside were great. Betting, yelling chants, etc. Made it feel like a bunch of friends having fun in the backyard. Five out of five for a no fan show. I think that's, that's it, isn't it? It did feel like friends. Yeah. But at the same time, I still believed in all the characters. Um, William Buner, being from the US, I respect you guys for always doing the right thing morally. This is the first time I watched AEW Live instead of NXT. Wrestlers in the crowd added a sense of excitement. Mm. I'd imagine, I, can't, I don't know what the viewing figures are going to be like for NXT tomorrow because you know, they, they made it very public in advance. There's going to be no wrestling on the show. So, I mean, really, ratings at this point don't really matter, you know, but it's, I don't know, it'd be very interesting to see what the, the ratings pattern looks like for the show. Here, Raw did its best numbers since mid February. Yeah, I did, yeah. Mm. You've got to wonder if that's down to Austin or if it is that curiosity it's, factor of... No, it's the Rumble. Oh, the Rumble? Yeah. Lost for, lost for the last hour. No way! It started off normal for the actual show, but when people realised they were playing the whole Royal Rumble, loads of people tuned in. Which makes sense as well, because, like, you know, the network subscriptions are like, you know, 1.3, whatever it is, million viewers. Raw does nearly double that on a weekly basis, so there will be like a million and change people mm. that hadn't seen that Royal Rumble match. Um, Axe Adapter, let's pour a glass of milk and celebrate Matt and Lee's debuts in the name of the Milkman. Also support Talk and screw Steve Carino. Yes, Rory, screw them. Rory the right, I had a, th uh, a three-hour power cut midway through Dynamite last night. I thought the world was ending, LOL. Oh my God, it's just like there's so much going on right now. Any extra bits on top of it, I'm like, I can't take it. <laughs> when we were just like, we were... You, if you didn't know, this is actually the second attempt we've had at this AEW stream. Me and Ollie were just staring at the mixer being like, why won't you work? JC20, shout out to, to Evil Uno for delivering a great promo prior to Brody Lee making his appearance and Jericho's great promo before Matt appears. Yeah. Really, really great good. stuff. Uh, Garrett Lippy, great AEW show. My girlfriend and I pop so hard for both Brody Lee and Matt Hardy. She's working hard at work. She's working hard at work and listening to your podcast while traveling to and from. Uh, stay healthy at home, guys. You too, both Absolutely. Of you. All Elite DK. Jericho, who wears sunglasses indoors? Camera cut to Jericho wearing sunglasses indoors. <laughs> Made me laugh. Sammy singing Judas was hilarious. This is how you book a show. Yes. Do you want to take over? Yeah, Brett J. Rasmussen. This was still the greatest episode of Dynamite I've seen yet. Love the debut of Matt and Brody. Ollie and Golden Joe are now one. Chance Silver Bro. Nate drops surname. Hangman Graphics said social distancing since November. Really good. Didn't pick up on that. Uh, Sir Rab Pro Fitness. They never said broken Matt Hardy. On Free the Delete, he refers to himself as Damascus. No, I think what we're saying is that he was very much in his broken guise. And I think he will be broken, Matt Hardy. Sir Rab Pro Fitness again message. said the same thing. Pledgehammer Sawyer. Do you think the Exalted One story was created with Brody in mind from the start? Nope. nope. Or was he typecast into another cult gimmick after his release from WWE was confirmed? Regardless, I'm excited to see him unchained creatively. No, if the reports are to be believed, it was supposed to be my skill. So, um, yeah, no, I don't think it was always earmarked to be him. Josh DeDominic's Taz reaction to Hardy, crying with laughter emoji, tweeted he didn't know. Mm. That's cool. Uh, William Willing, is it too gimmicky to have the little person as a part of Lance's posse. He brought all the character and life to that segment. It would be amazing for him to deliver that introduction as a personal announcer. Yeah, it sort of fits into that Carney freak show style yeah. thing. I, I, I think that's a good idea. I, really like that, yeah. I, think you can, I think you can have little people on TV and not be exploitative about it. Yeah, you just have big cast people. Exactly. For longer than they were supposed to. Matthew Robinson. I love how the wrestlers talk and interact since you can hear what they say in the ring. Hashtag, stay safe, Ollie, Luke, Pete and Laurie. But not Adam. Not Adam. Or Andy. <laughs> Kaya Mal. Thank you, by the way. I lost it at Hangman Page's name bar saying social distancing since November. And Brandy's saying, said she would never ring announce again. <laughs> Very good. Marco Talon 12. Chuck Taylor was distracting the ref while Cassidy dove on Lucha Bros. Oh, okay. It wasn't focused on, but you could see it. Cool. And Excellent. that's on me then. Joseph Coleman. I got a good laugh at JR calling Luchasaurus's mask cheap looking. Oh, How dare you. Pajama Sawyer again. Archer's vignette had major Lucha underground vibes. Loved it. Yeah. That's the best. You're right. Yeah, that's what I was looking for in my description. That's what it is. 
Uh, Zach Icon Linda said, My life is slowly crumbling, but AEW is still great. Yes. Uh, Fritz says, Despite enjoying Raw and SmackDown, I have to say that AEW certainly seemed to have the better non live crowd strategy and ironically seemed to have more show must go on attitude than WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Catherine Lord, I think because a lot of the guys from AEW have wrestled in New Japan where crowds are quieter, they're more used to that type of setting. Keep up the great work, guys, and stay safe. Uh, not just New Japan, but a lot of those guys would have worked the Indies. And I, I was thinking this when I was watching the show. I'm like, well, I don't mind there being not that much crowd reaction. I've watched loads of matches where people have wrestled in front of 30, 40 people. Yep. So this isn't crazy for me. Yeah, I was once at a wrestling show where there were, I think, seven people in attendance. And like me and my two friends made up you know, nearly half of that. Wow. And it was in a, um, it was in a, um, a library, like a public library area, but they had sort of like this little gymnasium thing. It was just a ring and then just like stacks of like tiered seating. Seven that is so indie. It was very indie. Uh, people coming through double doors. Timothy mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jones. Uh, do you know if Matt signed with AEW or is just him making a stop? I could see him working another, uh, working a program or two with AEW, maybe a program with Impact and NWA before committing anywhere. I think he wants to work as many places as possible, and he's got the name value to do that. Joseph Hannon, why are Luchasaurus and Wardlow having a lumberjack match on next week's Dynamite? Did I miss something? Yeah, so during the uh, Jurassic Express match, uh, they threw um, someone into the crowd, and they were knocked into the ring. Was that during that match? Was that during the I'm pretty event? sure, yeah, and Wardlow, I think that was Cody who did that, actually. Mm. I, mean, um, I must have misremembered that, yeah. But yeah, not next week's Dynamite. No, the next Dynamite. Um, also, really, the answer is they're big. It's, it's two big lads. I'm in. Uh, Timothy Jones, do we know if Matt signed with AEW? It's the same just had. Uh, injection, so Jericho bans fans for the foreseeable future. That was very funny. He said it in his promo. He was listing through things he's going to do. And he was like, and as of right now, I'm banning any fans from AEW. <laughs> so funny. Marco Talent 12, um, what do we have uh, to get Ollie to watch AEW Dark. Accelerant has to do commentary and there are more women's matches. Abandoned's match last week was wicked. I mean, one thing that could certainly happen is a global catastrophe that means I don't have as much work to do anymore. So maybe I will start watching Dark. Um, Monty Granito, uh, creative, creativity is a muscle. AEW can be creative because mm. they always are encouraged to be. Yeah, that's well put, Monty. Yeah. Um, Paddy let Andy out of his cage. I have said it to people, if WWE continues like this, Steve Carino will kill WWE, also Luke's mic isn't working. It this is was working. from the old oh, was it? Okay. stream, probably. Right. Uh, I, the, the, it won't kill them. They're, the, they're one of the only companies that has so much money in reserve that they'll be okay. Yeah. Akhil Yajaman, imagine WWE swerves us with two back-to-back eight-hour WrestleMania's. <laughs> Oof. Two mask face emojis. You know VKM is sick that way. Uh, general Wrestle Talk related. Seth Amphetamines. Does anyone at Wrestle Talk know of the hand Andrew Jackson G had? The band, I guess. They're one of my faves right now. I highly recommend Coco Pelly face tattoo by them. I've never heard of them, but you know, hey, there's a recommendation for you. Pop it on the Spotify list. Exactly. Yeah, Wrestle Talk Discover. There's a link for it in the video description. Noah Fortner, where can I find your character artwork for No Rolls Barred? Go and follow Lewis Tillett on Instagram. Oh, and he's also on Twitter. Let him know. He'll be very happy to hear that you like Please. that. Paddy let Andy out of his cage. Not here for the news. I'm here to give you money. Thanks, that is mate. Very much appreciated, Paddy. Uh, Paddy again. Ollie or Luke, would it be possible to change my name from Patreon shoutouts? By mistake, it took my email name, not my name I use here. Uh, yeah, message Pete. Yeah. You didn't need to pay for that. You could have just messaged Pete. <laughs> Daniel O'Sullivan. First time super chat. And it's my birthday! Hey, happy, happy birthday. birthday, Daniel. Just wanted to say thanks to the WrestleTalk team for this consistent content during the Carino saga. Thank you. The Carino saga. Thank you. Newbie McNoobface. Love your effort, broken mic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Kevin, my aunt has been wrestling with Steve oh. Carino, uh, but it looks like she'd be, she's going to be hitting her comeback oh, sequence. Double shoulder block. Five knuckle shuffle. Anyway, stay safe, guys. We'll miss you during this time. Well, you... We're going to be here. Yeah. Not here, but we will still be in the online sphere. Ollie's taking a green screen home with him. He's going to be doing the WrestleTalk news. So if, you, if you're one of those viewers that hates anyone else doing the WrestleTalk news, you're in luck. This lad's going to be doing it all the time now. But we're still going to be doing podcasts. Um, we, we're actually working on a, a big contingency plan if there's going to be no wrestling 
made. And yeah, we've got some plans in place, but we will always be making content for you guys as you are. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. And give our wishes to your aunt. Absolutely. Austin Tussey, the stream gets delayed and the chat starts to do wrestling chants while we wait. What a community. Screw Steve Carino and broken mics. Yeah, it's not the mics that are broken, it's the mixes. The yeah. Preston Prince the third. I'm glad to see Luke's neck is better. Well, I thought I would give it a try because I've been wearing the, the neck brace since you know Monday evening, and it's been sort of like I've been feeling a bit better as I sleep. Mm -hmm. So I thought I would just you know try and give it a go. Still quite sore, really. Still quite sore. Sean Dunn, thank you for keeping Wrestle Talk going. Smiley face emoji. Thank Thanks for, for watching. watching us. Yeah. All Elite DK, please enable sponsor member options for the channel. It's actually something we talked about earlier to mm. get us through these times. Uh, so watch this space. Jovi Jory Covington. When are we going to find out who won the signed turnbuckles? It's on my to-do list tomorrow mm. uh, when all the payments are processed. It's not an immediate thing. Um, Polly TV 123 can't handle the static, just leave. Polly on the edge. I did say please leave. <laughs> Koka Ju Doku, keep up the good work, guys. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Penta the unholy, this whole thing without an audience is extremely boring to me. Kills the magic of wrestling for me. I won't stop watching AEW or WWE, though. Yeah. I've I, I really enjoyed this week's Dynamite, actually. And the, yeah, as I said, I, you know, I feel like I'm a broken record here. I, I'd stopped noticing after you know a, a short while. I just stopped noticing. Same here. Pavi again. Thank you so much. Damn it, Luke. Where is your selling? Your head got taken off on Monday. It's Thursday. You can learn a thing or two from Seth. No, I've, I've taken <laughs> off. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. The doctor said, don't keep it on all the time. Afsal Ali is Luke a virgin. It will happen one day. Uh, donations with no comment. Thank you, Luke Woodford. And some last minutes super chats. Gatcha teens. Luke, daddy still haven't come back with the milk, cried emoji. <laughs> Marco Talent 12. I've been into Lance Archer since the G1 last year. Great, he had a great tournament. Uh, he had some great matches and really shone despite having the lowest point total in the tournament. Oblivious Carry. Who is Judas, though? No idea. Become, become, become in. Uh, Johnny Five. I guess my message from the original stream didn't make it. Here's a few extra dollars. Thank you very much. Uh, Lee's setup for Sister Abigail was a nice tribute to Bray. The follower has become the leader. Yeah, very well put. If anyone's super chats did get missed, just email me ollie at wrestletalk.com and we'll find a way to work that out. Uh, the real YT was that Matt's property Archer was wrestling on. Uh, no, it was just the woods. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, it did seem a bit broken, didn't yeah. it? Matthew Robinson, I just wish uh, Vince watched other shows to adapt WWE. But he wouldn't think it's the right way to do it. He's got his way of doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, injection, how will the streams videos work for you guys at home? We've uh, already got a solution for that. We were testing that, me and Pete tested that this morning. So we will still be able to do the live streams. Yeah, it'll just be sort of a split screen um, with both of us. On, on screen. Yeah. yeah, it was going to be much easier, but then Google removed the functionality from Google Hangout. So, thanks, Google. Uh, Sir Chewith, uh, will No Rolls Bard continue this Saturday, Sunday? Yes, it will. It yeah, will. yeah. The, um, so, it's episode four going up on Sunday, isn't the it? Go Home Show. And then it's the Colossal Tussle the week after. Yeah, so we filmed all that late last month. So, thankfully, we've got at least two weeks in the bag. Mm -hmm. We were going to shoot season two, um, not next week, but the week after. but. Realistically, that's not going to happen because we're all going to be locked in our houses. Um, Jobber JJ, finally, I love you guys so much and thank you for everything. Thank you guys for everything. Thank you so much. In these tough times, routine is important. We will endeavor to keep this channel running with the same usual stuff. And if there's no wrestling, if wrestling just stops, if there is no new Raw or SmackDown or NXT or AEW or pay-per-views, me and Luke will still be here and we'll just watch old stuff. Oh yeah. And we'll tell you what that stuff is before you tune in, so you can watch that old stuff too. We're thinking 20 years ago of Raw. Yeah, or we might just like pick out you know, the greatest episodes of Raw in history and we'll put it up as a poll. You know, people can vote on it and decide which episode we all watch together, and then we'll talk about it the following day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll get through this together. Keep, uh, take care of yourselves, everybody. Stay indoors. Don't be an idiot. I loved uh, Sammy's T-shirt that it said, "Wash your hands, mm. get, you know, catch it, shut your ass." <laughs>
Yeah, so should we talk about the future of this podcast? We're not going to stop doing episodes, obviously, but they may just sound slightly different because we're not going to be in the same room uh, anymore. Um, yeah, it's just going to be working from home, recording from home. WFH. Yeah. We've done this before. We used to do a, a, a few episodes of our old podcast. I hated it because it's so much nicer doing it in person. Yeah. Um, but technology's progressed since then. Yeah. The microphones are better. Yeah, we're not using Skype. Yeah, we're going to get mixing desks. Yeah. Yeah, so it should it should be okay, I think. Yeah. And a shout out to Jade Starr as well, who mm. not only wrote our incredible uh, podcast theme that you've heard uh, for quite a while now, uh, but she also saved this podcast because if you watch the live stream version, there was um, some static, some snow, some hiss, because we are tired and we've been uh, it's been a hectic day and we just could not fix the audio, but thankfully Jade has fixed it for us. So thank you very much. It's been a hectic week, mate. It really has. This time last week, the world wasn't ending that bad, and Will Ospreay texted us if we wanted to put on a wrestling show. Oof, that feels like a long old time ago, mm. mate. Uh, this email comes in from Daniel, who says, uh, Hi all, greetings from Dunnoneth NM, uh, ne nearer to Washington than some. Uh, mm. I work currently in a hospital as a patient transporter, transferring patients to other units, bringing them down for imaging and procedures, etc. We here at this particular hospital, I work, have a consistently, uh, constantly at 90% capacity and above, with some dips and discharge patients, but it bounces right back up for the past year and a half. So we've been really somewhat frazzled. And to add then the Steve Carino to the mix, there's been a sense of trepidation, but also a sense of camaraderie as we face another major problem. So to the SWAF nation, if you know someone in healthcare, specifically someone who deals directly with patients care, um, please check in with them and encourage them because this has been an incredibly difficult and stressful time for all of us, on top of what has already been a stressful industry caring for everyone regardless of the situation. Just want to say thank you for all the consistent entertainment you guys provide at Rest Talk over the years. And it, the escape it provides during this stressful time. Your loyal patron since December 2017. He's no jackass, Dano. Dano. Oh, well done, mate. Yeah, a big thank you. Much love, HH, <laughs> to all the healthcare professionals. It's weird. We don't call them healthcare professionals over here. No. We call them doctors and nurses and ambulance drivers. <laughs> but I guess in America, it's, it's, it's like you call them the, it the restroom. Yeah, mm. or it's it's the hood. Over here, they're toilets. It's the hood of a car, not the yeah. bonnet. Um, uh, the boots, as we would call it. I think they call it the trunk. Um, this comes in from Vince, who just says, Hey, chaps, I've just finished watching No Fans Monday, and wow, what an effing show. Seriously, hats off to you guys and everyone involved. Keep up the great work. Uh, take care, stay safe, all the best, Vince. Thank you very much, Vince. Yeah, the, the Vince. Uh, I believe it was the... Oh, my God. He, <laughs> he does watch other things to WWE. Um, and lastly, from Matt, who says, Hello, Talk boys. Just emailing in to let you know that as soon as I saw the Will Ospreay video, I went out and I bought the Screw Steve Carino T-shirt. <laughs> we can actually say it. No, because we don't get demonetized here. We can say it. Uh, the Screw Coronavirus T-shirt. I think it's an important thing to support, uh, and it seems wrestlers are heavily affected at the moment in time. At first, when it all started, I thought it was the media trying to set the pot, uh, trying to stir the pot and spread fear. But as soon as company after company and sport after sport started cancelling shows and events, it hit me. As I mentioned before, I work at a Weatherspoons, and at some point, rather soon, it will likely be that we'll inadvertently bring the virus into our pub and will affect our lives as well in terms of closing the pub. Possible self-isolation where I hope the owners of Weatherspoons will actually keep paying us as we are hardworking members of society. Sorry for the long email. I just thought it was something that needed saying. I respect you boys more for what you're doing for the wrestlers like Will, from one of your most loyal Patreon backers, Matt Field. Thank you, Matt Field. And yeah, hopefully the government step in and and sort of cover people's wages during these times if uh, their employers can't. Yeah, and it's um, yeah, it's been a crazy old period of time, really. Um, yeah, but I suppose we'll try to draw it to a close there because we it's, it's late in the day here uh, at WrestleTalk HQ. We've been recording all day. It's into the early evening now, and we still haven't left. We've still got some more stuff that we need to do. Um, but thank you all. We will still be releasing podcasts. Stick with us. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't sneeze into people's mouths. <laughs> Take care. I love you. Goodbye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.